Welcome to the 502 Podcast, recorded on location at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Here's your host, Alec Rome. What's going on, everybody? Back on another episode of the 502 Podcast, podcast number three. And this is actually part one of number three. We are podcasting live from the 502, my dorm room. My name is Alec Rome, and along with me today, as usual, is... The other two-thirds of the big three. First, the big three's resident power forward, Jeff Ekstrom. Yep. Give a Welcome hand of applause. Thank you. Welcome, Jeff. And then the big three's water boy, Dustin Stortzum. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were yeah, going to say water, boy, yeah. <laughs> water boys are important. That's the business. Five star. <laughs> and, of course, I am the big three's coach, Alec Rome. And today on the podcast, at least his first part, the second part will be released on Friday, the September 14th. So make sure you're looking out for that. We're going to have some new equipment. we got some new equipment. We're going to be testing it out, trying it out, and playing a game of Password. But today we're going to talk about, as Dustin gets warmed up, the Colorado versus Nebraska game and what we saw from it. And it was more about, uh, it was not all about the result, but rather what we saw during the game. We also had a crazy NFL week one. And then uh, we'll share some interesting stories that we've had over the past month. And so, Dustin, again, I have to allot some time for you to have your moment. Uh, I'm going to give you 60 seconds to just I was... congratulate yourself. Um, uh, you apparently didn't feel really great after the game. You were expecting more people to be mad, and we were all like, welcome to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah that's good. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So I got the same experience back in 2010, I believe, when I went to the game. I think it was like 12 or 13. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. 12. Um, man, it was, you know, score aside, man, it was a great game. It was nice seeing two old rivals come together and clash it out again on the football field. Um, yeah, shout out to all the Husker fans. They treated us with the utmost respect. Um we were getting high fives after Colorado scored touchdowns. Uh, you know, people were just so friendly to us before the game. They were coming up, shaking my hand. They're like, welcome to Nebraska. And I was like, I go to school here. <laughs> um, but man, they were awesome fans. Even on the way out, they were high fiving us. They were like, hey, congratulations. Good win. We'll see you guys next year. Like it was it was just a great atmosphere, man. So shout out to the Husker fans. That's that's really the two main things that I mean, although, yeah, Colorado won. Uh, utmost respect to Husker fans and uh, just an all-out fantastic game between two rivals. Yeah, uh, Dustin, I'll agree with you there. It was a great game. Um, Huskers had a few mistakes and Colorado capitalized. Uh, Montez was a freak. He was really on, yeah, on point. They weren't going to win that game unless he was on point, and he was. Same with uh, Chenault. Am I saying that right? Yes. Yeah. Chenault, who proved he could probably play at the next level based on that performance. One AP uh, Offensive Player of the Week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, of course, with the game, plenty of controversy. Adrian Martinez getting injured. Big headline. Husker mistakes, I'd say, um, were maybe the biggest uh, – Headline maybe were the big yep. mistakes Spotting by Huskers. Them 14 points and yeah. turning the ball over. Yeah. But I'll just say this about the big question was how would Adrian Martinez play after being first true freshman starter? And he's going to be a stud. He just is. He proved that Saturday through for 187 yards on 20 passes. And a then touchdown ran, run. Yeah, a touchdown run. He ran for 107 yards. He's going to be a stud. That's, that's what I took away from it. 
Um, yeah, there's a couple different things I'd say, big things that I took away from it. First, obviously, at every single position, I think, on the field, the team looked overall a lot better. There was a lot more effort. Um, the team bought in, and they did quite a bit to pull themselves back down 14 nothing. where a Mike Riley-era team probably would have said, oh, boy, here we go again. <laughs> but that was a big thing for me. I also think that the atmosphere at Husker Stadium was... It was lively. It was um, the most fun I've had at a Husker game ever. I've come for quite a long time. I came. My first game was Nebraska-Kansas when they were back in the Big 12. And, boy, um, it was nothing. Nothing could compare Mm -hmm. to that. It was an absolutely wonderful atmosphere. Um, The other thing, of course, was number 44 for Colorado um, putting in the uh, Kurt Angle ankle lock on Adrian Martinez. And, you know, he needs to get out because, you know, he's like the third match of the night for WWE SmackDown or whatever. So he needs to get out there and, and get in the ring. But uh, hopefully there will be some sort of repercussions for that. I'm glad Adrian Martinez is not totally jacked up in the knee. That's all good. I also think another thing that I took from it personally was uh, I was down on the field taking photos and I got a text from my dad apparently that I made it on ABC television. He could oh, wow. see me. Uh, walking in the background, um, taking photos, which is cool. It's like you're in a gray shirt. Mm-hmm. You have a camera. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yep, I do. And uh, uh, ended up getting some good photos. I enjoyed that uh, experience a lot. Enjoyed being there uh, at the Colorado game. It was uh, just a lot of fun. A lot mm. of fun. No question. Uh, what one thing that I also want to talk about and give praise to is Nebraska's rush defense really surprised Absolutely. me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really thought Trayvon McMillan was going to have a big game for Colorado, and they absolutely shut him and Kyle Evans down. So respect to mm-hmm. Coach Frost and the way that he's been able to turn around that uh, that rush defense because they were one of the worst teams in the country last year. Um, one thing I also seen was Colorado played a lot better in that second half. They made adjustments to win mm-hmm. the ball ballgame. Um, they actually outgained Nebraska in yards in the second half. And I, you know, credit where credit's due, man. Montez took some shots, and for him to be able to stay in the ball game and complete thirty-three of fifty passes and still throw for over three hundred yards and no interceptions, um, that was one of the things I talked about on the podcast before that game. Was Montez had to be good, Lavisca Chenault, you had to go to him, and they had to survive the first quarter. They did all three things that I thought they needed to do to win the ball game. Um, credit to Nebraska for giving. Colorado 14 points to begin the ballgame so they could survive that first quarter. Yeah, we shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. That's, that's for me. Yeah. Nebraska looked like the better team, especially with how their defense, especially the run defense, is playing. We saw a pass rush for the first time in a long mm-hmm. time. Six or seven sacks forced on Montez. I mean, it was unbelievable, but mm-hmm. the big question was the secondary. Montez made the throws. I don't think our secondary played terrible. No. I thought there was some good coverage. Mm-hmm. Montez made some very solid throws to essentially win the, help them win the game. And Coach Frost and the entire side felt like they shot themselves in the foot. But obviously they're on to face a Troy team now that they beat LSU last year. From what we've heard, they're not that same team that beat LSU last year. But they're going to be challenged. They certainly think they can come in and win this game. And once again, we find ourselves at the question, who is going to be the quarterback yeah. on Saturday? Bunch, we don't know. It seems like he's getting himself prepared and talking as if uh, he'll be ready to go should he need to be the starter. Martinez, it's going to be a game-time decision. I have, I'm have i leaning towards Bunch right now for a little bit. If Bunch starts to 
freak out and Martinez is ready to go, mm. Martinez will go back in. But we'll just see. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think if Martinez is not 100%, he will not start. I'm not saying he won't play because he most likely will. But if he isn't 100%, I think they will start Bunch and Bunch – even on that last drive against Colorado, he proved he, he proved he can run the offense. He can run it efficiently. Maybe not what Martinez can, because obviously that's a different comparison. But Bunch is a serviceable backup who can make plays, and he showed that um, on Saturday. So I'm thinking Bunch starts, and he is a good option to put out there, considering Nebraska's circumstances. You know, you think of it. And this is what I was thinking during the game, you know, sitting there watching. I'm like, oh, walk on coming on in a in, in this situation, like, there's no way he'll even, you know, this is going to get to him. And he looked pretty poised, man. Mm-hmm. I'll, i got to give him credit. He had that third down and 19 pass to Spielman, right, who dropped mm-hmm. it. Uh, they had the first down there, you know, mm-hmm. to, to basically seal the game. Uh, he missed one throw in the end zone um, right before time expired there. Well, yeah, there was two. His last two passes were not catchable, and that's yeah. what Frost cited is that he yeah. he wished those two would have been a little bit more catchable. Now, he did throw a great bullet to get them near the red zone. Yeah, no, he uh, that, did. It was he a did. great throw um, that he made, and he made another one out on the run as well that I thought was really impressive. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, he's you know trained enough. He's got the skill. Um, it's just giving him more game reps, but... Yeah. Anything else, Dustin? Oh, uh, just with the starting wise, I I think you you let Bunch go um, against in, in this Troy game unless the game's in question. I don't think you play Martinez um, just because I mean th- this kid's going to be a stud and you're going to need him in in uh, Big Ten play. So I, I think you go with Bunch and and stick with him for the Troy game. Anything else, Jeff? I I get your point with letting him go, but I still think you need to get Martinez some reps because. He, that means he's going to be going into the big house at Michigan with two weeks without playing. So I think you need to give him some reps. Uh, I mean, he's been in front of the atmosphere before. But, yeah, I think he just needs some reps to get prepared for that first road game, which is always the one of the toughest games of the season. Yeah, and that will be very interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Harbaugh's team at times can look pretty solid, but we've seen them have trouble. Mm-hmm. Even though they've been able to keep their rank at times, they will have trouble with teams and Everybody might be feeling that Nebraska is a trap game. I particularly think that with Arizona State, with a fantastic win, they look so good against Michigan State. Herm Edwards, 2-0, great clock management to manage that game down to three seconds, kick the field goal, win it. But that team looked very good, the Sun Devils did, and Michigan State looked vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We knew this. I had a feeling that Michigan State always does this, and so... When they come to Nebraska, obviously a couple games difference, they're going to be better, but they're still going to be a vulnerable team. I, I've always felt that way. Michigan always state Michigan State rather always seems to do that. So that for me will be an interesting game we might be able to pick up. Which kind of makes me wonder why they're like that because they return so many guys from a team that went won ten games last year. What they have ten defensive starters back and they'd like send seven offensive starters. I think more of it was, well, I was impressed by Arizona State. Honestly, going into the season, I thought Herm Edwards, Arizona State was going to be a dumpster fire, just the way it looked. But it turns out it's worked so far. So, and yeah, going into the Michigan State game, it's going to be interesting to see how good of a coach Mark Antonio is to be able to make adjustments and get them ready to come to Lincoln. Yep, it'll all be interesting. We're going to take a quick break and say hello to me again on the sponsorship ad 
and play some music, and then we'll be back to talk NFL here on the 502 Podcast. quick before we get back to the show if you're interested in sponsoring the 502 podcast and allowing your business organization or yourself to gain more exposure message me on twitter at rome for real or shoot me an email at alec at huskers.unl.edu not only would you be helping your business grow and reach ears of critical demographics but you're also helping poor college students like me eat every day no food means no podcast seriously though We will use the money to buy better recording equipment in order to make the podcast even more enjoyable for the listener at home. If you're not looking for sponsorship, but you want to send a little something to say you enjoy the podcast, click the listener support link in the description or on Anchor, or shoot me a donation at paypal.me slash alecrome. No donations are ever expected, but it helps. Now, back to the program. You're listening to the 502 Podcast. Find past episodes on Anchor.fm, the Anchor app, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. Thanks for staying with us on the 502. Remember, you can listen to the 502 Podcast and previous episodes on Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts. And iTunes, we're, we're still working on that. I did contact Anchor FM. They said they were going to manually update that. Eventually, that'll get there. But, of course, like that's the reason why I don't have an Apple, because Apple can be a little bit painful. But, of course, also on the Anchor app and at anchor.fm slash the 502. And now, gentlemen, we are continuing with the theme of the football broadcast. I know you didn't watch all the games, but... Uh, luckily, Alec had nothing to do on Sunday, so he watched some games. The first one I did watch was actually on Thursday, the opener. Um, it was a terrible game between the Eagles and the Falcons. It was a terrible game. Mm-hmm. Lots of penalties. Uh, Eagles won 18-12, to and Julio Jones caught one in the end zone, but got forced out of bounds again against the Eagles, so they lost that one. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't watch the Dolphins-Titans. Game of the week. What? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a really good game. Vikings 49ers was -hmm. a good game, and the Vikings look really good. Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins is working really well in that system, and their run defense, they stopped the 49ers twice at the one-yard line and forced a fumble on the one-yard line. Their run defense is a purple wall. Yeah, I watched um, most of that game, actually. What impressed me, yeah, like you mentioned before, Kirk Cousins, he was running. You see that? Yeah. He looked mobile. He didn't look like that in Washington very much. But yeah, very impressed that Harrison or yeah, Harrison Smith, the safety for um Vikings was just a freak that day. He looked really impressed. So that Vikings team is dangerous, man. I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. Vikings Between them and the Packers. Packers this weekend, that's gonna be fun to watch. Definitely. Um Patriots ended up sneaking one out against the Texans. Uh Unfortunately, Deshaun Watson, you know, I, I, the people who know me personally know I'm a Patriots fan, but I would love to see Deshaun Watson do do well in the NFL. I'm such a fan of him at Clemson and his national championship win, so hopefully he's able to pull one together and put a season together. Last year, he was looking good and then went down with the injury, so maybe things will switch around, just ran into a tough opponent in Tom Brady and Belichick again. Once again... The NFC South is like the Wild West of shootouts. This always happens every year. Buccaneers come out and win against the Saints 48-40. to 40. 
48 to 40. Absolutely nuts. With uh, Fitzpatrick at quarterback for the Buccaneers. They didn't even have Winston. And, uh, man, he looked really good. He threw for, what, over 400 yards, right, passing? Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fitz magic. Yes, as they baby. Call him. We love it. You love to see that, man. That's a big win there for the Buccaneers over the Saints. Oh, yeah. Let me check that real quick. We'll open up the game center. But that's – I can agree with you. That's probably what I heard pulling it up. Drew Brees, 30 – that's nuts. 37 for 45. Wow. 439 man. yards and three touchdowns. That's crazy. That's – Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer in my opinion, will will be always. Uh, Jaguars, Giants, twenty to fifteen. Eh, mm. who cares? Bengals beat the Colts, mm. 34-23. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens uh, just took a mashing to the Bills, forty-seven to three. Chiefs beat the Chargers, thirty-eight twenty-eight. Redskins got the Cardinals, twenty-four to six. Uh, Panthers and Cowboys was kind of not interesting, and Dak Prescott looked pretty ugly in a 16-8 loss. Uh, Seahawks-Broncos, I didn't even remember them playing, but the Broncos pulled one out, 27-24, further showing that the Seahawks are a shell of what they used to be. Bears-Packers, let's talk about that one, gentlemen. Uh, I ended up turning away just because I knew that uh, around halftime, I was following it on Twitter, and it was 20-3, and I was downstairs playing pool, and then I come up at the end of the game, and Rodgers is back out there, and they won 24-23, and I missed a, a great comeback. I watched the highlights, but boy, oh boy, did it, he's Jesus. <laughs> he's Jesus. He really is. Well, whatever they gave him in the locker room yeah. uh, turned him into something because that post-game interview <laughs> was yeah. something else now, with Aaron Rodgers, uh, man. We made this joke in sports media, and I, and I had to make my impression heard out loud because – uh, Aaron Rodgers walks up there, and obviously he'd been through a lot that night, but something happened in the locker room because he goes up to Michelle DeFoy with his hat on, and his, he's got these bug eyes going on. Michelle, it's like, and Michelle asks, Aaron, how are you able to do it? And Aaron Rodgers goes, well, I just, I just made the plays. And he's got these, I mean, his eyes are wide open. And then uh, Michelle asks, are you going to play this week? It's like, Michelle, I'm going to play next week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I don't know what they gave him. He's still a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one points in the fourth quarter, and they won. Jets Lions. Jets were looking bad as normal for a little bit. Sam Darnold throwing a pick six, and then they beat the Lions forty-eight to seventeen. Yeah, well, I mean it's the Lions, so. Uh, I didn't. Is that partly? I mean, you have lack of play. I don't think they have very much lack of players. Is that on coaching, on Matt Patricia? I just you get blown out at yeah, home against the Jets. I mean, I'm not saying the Jets are a bad franchise, but the Jets. I mean, Darnold only went for 198 yards and yeah. two touchdowns. I mean, Stafford's four picks were the biggest mm-hmm. problem, in my opinion. Um, I. It was just, yeah, yeah I, I don't understand, yeah. but obviously Patricia's going to have a... I didn't get that higher when I did. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that either. Um, but, man, Darnold, there were times, you know, he made some rookie throws, uh, especially with that pick six to begin the ball game. but uh, he, he looked good, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. I know he didn't have that many passing yards, but he made a couple big throws in that game, and J-E-T-S... 
Jets, 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 baby. 48-17. Wow. I didn't that that this shocked me. It really did. He did better than Trubisky in the second half. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag butt fumble junior. <laughs> uh, Rams beat the Raiders 33 to 13. Uh once again, further proof that you should pay your best players. Yeah. And then finally, I purposefully left this one out. The Steelers were up <laughs> 21 to 7. The Browns came back, tied it. Unfortunately, I can't describe to you what Dustin is doing right now because we're trying to keep this as a family podcast. And they tied it. Um, that is the Browns' best start, by the way. And I'm sure maybe you've heard this since 2004. A tie was their best start since 2004. And obviously it's tough for you because the Steelers had that game, Dustin. Uh, but just imagine all of the Cleveland fans that were really looking forward to possibly getting that victory beer. I mean, come on. You were that close. Yeah. So close. Well, first off, shout out to TJ Watt not allowing that to happen with the blocked field goal to end the game. Uh, disappointed in Big Ben, but he did the same thing last year where he struggled, and uh, especially against the Jaguars where he threw five picks. Uh, early last year, but uh, I, I think they'll be able to turn it around. Shout out to James Conner, man. He That, that kid's been through a mm-hmm. lot uh, in his life already, and to be able to come out, rush for over 100 yards, two touchdowns, uh, you know, in place of Le'Veon Bell, just shout out to that kid, man. He's been through a lot, and he deserves uh, everything that, that that's come to him. So, uh, well, not bad, but on the football mm-hmm. field, uh, everything that's happened to him, man, just I'm, I'm so happy for him and his success. Yeah, so in takeaway from that game, he had Tyrod Taylor, who I mean, maybe the stats don't. He was like fifteen for forty, but he showed he can he can move the offense at times. It doesn't. I don't. Sometimes he's moving yeah. the offense in the other direction. Yeah, but, <laughs> but sometimes he looked fine. It still makes me wonder why the Bills ever let him go. In and get Nathan Peterman. Well, Peterman's a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Right. I mean. Hey, Tyrod. Yeah, for the other teams. Tyrod had, <laughs> yeah. had a 20-yard run, a touchdown run in the third quarter. But, yes, you're right. He did go uh, 15 for 40. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger, three picks. Uh, another interesting one. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster continues to be an, uh, an awesome. I mean, what, if we're talking about wide receiver cores, next to the Patriots, the Steelers have one of the better wide receiver cores in the league um, with Schuster and Brown. I mean, those two are – it's like our Spielman and uh, – What's who else am I thinking? Stanley Morgan. Morgan. There we go. Gosh, it's too late. That's Lavisca and Katie Nixon. Stop. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> Stop it. You're lucky you're still does, on this podcast. The Soto take, boys, baby. Take, take no. your win. Yeah. Take it. Cut your losses <laughs> yeah. now. It's time to cut your losses. Yeah. Wait till they lose to New Hampshire at home. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Uh, I'm going against the spread in that game. Uh-huh. It's like 30 and a half. Jarvis Landry, 106 yards, but who cares? The Browns and Steelers tied. So that was the NFL weekend. It was kind of crazy. Filled with uh, boredom and excitement, as we would expect the NFL to have. Cleo so. Mack. He was good, man. One of the that best really good. debuts, like, first half debuts ever. Down your think. players. Yeah. Yeah, did you see what Gruden said after the Raiders game? I wish we could have gotten to the quarterback more. Yeah, I wonder who would have cut about to you that. Um. <laughs> yeah, yep. There you go. It's kind of funny. When Herm Edwards has started off a better coaching career <laughs> than you have, isn't that a problem? Yeah. Isn't that a problem? I think it is. At least it's not Chip Kelly at UCLA. Oh, God. That's rough right there. Yeah, that's rough. 
so going away from football now, I promised people that we'd get away from football a little bit. Uh, crazy stories. Anything interesting happened to you guys in the first month there? I I have a couple things, but I'll pass it off to Jeff. Anything interesting happened with you? I met Tommy Armstrong at a Husker event. Okay. Um, I haven't been late to any of my classes, if you count that. Oh, that's but, nuts. Yeah. That's wow. a, but otherwise, yeah, it's been boring over there at... Um, well, we had a fire thing for Abel. Had a fire alarm go off, and Abel had to get... And there was a car me. fire right yeah. over here yeah. by Harper. There was, a, yeah. there was a bunch of cars damaged, apparently, mm-hmm. because of that car fire. Two were straight on fire, and then others were damaged mm-hmm. as well, so that was a big deal. Um, I also saw that you worked at the DN. Oh, yeah, that's right. The DN. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. Um, you know, wrote a couple articles, but saw they made a podcast. Then, you know what, I listened to it, and you know what, there's the door. <laughs> oh, there's okay. the door, and when one door shuts, another Ooh. door with a 502 outside of it opens, and a big three, and a big, yeah, three. big three. It's like that uh, Homer, Homer Simpson. Yes, uh, when his dad walks in and puts his hat down, then picks it back up and walks back out. <laughs> yeah. That just reminds me of you in the DN. And you yes. know what? We could be getting a sponsor too here very oh. soon. I'm not gonna. I can't. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But we could be getting a sponsor too. Now, um, I, I don't know if it's gonna be big time monetary mm-hmm. but uh it will help the cause i yeah. can tell you that it will help the cause and so uh, another thing a very quick note if we do get sponsors i'm going to try and align sponsors to things that actually matter to the people out there whether you're older or if you're a college student somebody in harper somebody in tram smith abel sandos you're looking for something relevant to you we're going to try and find sponsors that are relevant to you uh, we're not just going to take money because that's not exactly what it's all about. It's not cool. It's it's not cool, you know. Yeah, so um, we will not be taking sponsorship from Papa John's. That's all I'm going to say. We're not taking Gosh, sponsorship from Papa John's. So we're little Caesars 502. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm actually here for that. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, I would not mind a little Caesar sponsorship. Yeah. I wouldn't mind some some nice stuff, crust Caesar. I think we'd, we would be doing very well. Like, yeah. I don't even think we need any other sponsors. Just send yeah. us free pizza. $5 yeah. lunch combo, thick crust. I'm here Let's for that. I'm yeah. here for, I'm here for yeah. that. I'm here for that. Uh, I'm trying to think, what else? Crazy. Dustin, anything from you? Well, my dryer quit working today. Oh, and, darn. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to have to go to a laundromat. Probably tomorrow, get my clothes washed, rewashed, and then dried. So I'm not looking forward to that, but really, like, nothing crazy for me. I, I really go to class, I go back to my house, or I come here and record a podcast. So You're living. I'm living life. Yeah, we're all living life. Can't, can't ask for anything better. I agree with that. You know, and some people, when they're living life, uh, choose to live life, I would say, with uh, the influence of a higher power on their back. And, uh, there were some people in front of the union this week, uh, particularly a preacher whose name I, I will not reveal because um, we're going to lay into him a little bit. But uh, they had some big signs going on out there about coming to Jesus. And then uh, we were talking about creationism, apparently. And for some reason, I decided to go over there and listen to people debate for a little bit, which was very interesting. But my favorite lines, you know, regardless of what he said, we're, we're, we're going to try not to get into um, what he said, even though uh, a lot of smart students here at the university cut him down um, and knocked out his fallacies. My two favorite things that I saw, the first thing was on a poster, and it asked, do creationists believe in dinosaurs? 
Okay, good question. And it said, well, why wouldn't we? In fact, in the Bible, there is an animal described that might be a dinosaur. Okay. What, but wouldn't you feel like you would know if it was a dinosaur? I mean, it's a big thing. It might be. You never know. I mean, it could be a bird. It could be a bird. It could be a penguin. I don't know. Superman. Or, yeah. It could be plane. Superman. That's or true. Plane. Or it could be those crazy squirrels mm-hmm. on campus. That's true. Yeah. Those could things be crazy are wild. Yep. Those things are, are crazy. Maybe they had a, a giant squirrel queen back in the day that just, <laughs> you know, ruled everything. I don't know. Uh, and then the second thing was everything is not relative. Okay. So essentially everything is black and white. There is no gray. I, I think our silence is enough, folks. Yeah, I just yeah. want you to digest that for a little bit. Everything is not relative. And I want you to take that to heart. And if you need to come to Jesus, that's okay. Uh, I, I Again, uh, the 502 Podcast has nothing wrong with the political or uh, religious affiliations, but they are still open for being joked about. So Yes. yes. Be warned. Be warned. Be oh. warned. Uh, anything else, gentlemen, before we go? Because I do have something... We, we have something from the archives. It's funny enough, we actually have archives. We've only been doing this for three weeks, but we have archives. So anything else before I send a, send the, the viewers in, at home, the listeners at home into the archives? Yeah, shout out to LaVisca Chenault Jr. and Steven Montez no, for coming okay. in to Lincoln, Nebraska no, no, and getting a big okay. job. No, no. Defrosting Good Nebraska. Oh, okay, in response, Stop it. I'll give a future shout out to New Hampshire when they upset Colorado <laughs> and Boulder this weekend. Go whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> Go them. But they are 30 and a half point underdogs going into Ooh. this weekend. Sure. Yeah, what What is our mascot? New Hampshire football. Wild Wildcats. Oh, come okay. on. Oh, come up with something lame. original. New Hampshire. Be, uh, make something interesting like the banana slugs yeah. that we can make fun of. The Wildcats. That's not. Hey, they came out slow against Colgate this last weekend. 10 to 3. 10 to 3, yeah. yeah. Maine, 35 to 7, but. <laughs> you know. well, they got a good shot. They got a good shot. Yeah. yeah. Feel good. Feel what good. is that? Full hearts, big eyes, <laughs> no, don't lose. Yeah. I don't know. I, ne- I never watched that series. But now we're going to send you. Thank you for listening. But before you go, we're going to send you into the archives because we recorded an interesting game called True Detective where things got a little bit interesting, and past me, me from the past, is going to explain what was all happening there, and we're going to have some fun playing that game. So listen to that. Part 2 coming out tomorrow, Friday, the 14th of September. We're going to have Tim Burgies and Brent Bartles on the show, and we're going to play Password. So listen to the archives, and then we'll see you next time. I think it would be appropriate to play some games, and one of the games that I really enjoy, um, Jimmy Fallon does this on The Tonight Show. It's called True Detective, um, where we, all three of us, have put on sticky notes, um, labeled number one and number two, a true thing that has happened to us, and also a lie. And so, one of us is gonna start, and the other two are gonna have three minutes, it's not a minute, Um, It's three minutes. We're going to really get down deep into this to question that person. Any all questions on that thing to figure out whether or not it's true or it's a lie. And then you must guess and we'll reveal and all that. And so that'll be our first game of the day. We'll take a break and then we'll do a different one. So um, 
I will get the clock up and going. And who would like to start? Does anybody want to start, or am I just gonna have to like roll a dice or something? Fine, I'll I'll go. Jeff's gonna go. Yeah, thank go. you, Jeff. Oh, thank you. That's right. nice. You get no extra credit for going first, but we appreciate it, <laughs> Jeff. All right. So now, Dustin, the choice is for us. Okay. One or two. I'm gonna mix it around a little bit. One or two. Ooh. I'm feeling number two. I'm feeling, feeling two. two. I'll go with two. I'll right. go with two two. Two two. All right. And the number two is I was once body searched in the middle of class. Ooh. Body searched in the middle of class. Pat That's searched. what he said. Pat searched in the middle of class. Three minutes on the clock starts now. Oh, body searched in the middle of class. So, like, give us the context. For that. What? <laughs> why? Why did like the police? Did the did the police come in and search? No. Who who body searched yeah. you then? My political science teacher. Your political science teacher. What was your political science teacher's name? Um, Mr. Cherry. Mr. Cherry, okay. Mr. Cherry. Mr. Cherry. And how long had you been in this class? I'd say a few weeks. A few, a few weeks. weeks in. What type of class was this? Political science. Oh, yeah. Political yeah, science. you, you missed that. that. I missed it. I'm not listening. I'm <laughs> not listening. wasting time. Um, um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know where the clock political went. Political science. Political. So, like, what was his reasonable cause? Um, he decided to do it. He decided to do it. He that was his to. reasonable yes. cause. What was he Showing looking example. for? Um, anything. Anything? Any, As yes. an example, anything. Yes, drugs, whatever else. And was he trying to prove a point? or A little, yes. To what? show what he would do if, uh, or what would happen if there was a patch search. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm speechless right now. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Yeah. So, what? It was like a, a lesson on what you should expect if you're ever pat searched. Mm -hmm. About what the process would be. What about what the process? And how did this like TSA level pat search make you feel? Um, well, it was very. Um, the positions were weird. Because I just—that's <laughs> <laughs> what she said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to stick my hands Sorry. above my head right there, spread my legs all the way out. It was <laughs> bending the limits of my flexibility. Oh, Did you? Uh, okay, so you definitely felt uncomfortable. Yes. During the situation, um, give us a little background on Mr. Cherry. He is a former police officer. Okay. How long? Um. Probably, I think he's a 10 year, 10, 15 years is what he was. In Carney? Nope, in Polk County, which is up near North. Okay. That's, yeah, that's right by me. Mm hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Huh. 35, we got 35 seconds okay. left, okay. by the way. Sorry, I should be announcing time better. Man, I don't, yeah. I'm trying to think. It, it, a pat search. So, what happened? Like, what was everybody's reaction afterward? <laughs> Cut. He has. I don't think people were surprised. It's Mr. Cherry. He's quite flamboyant in his teaching styles. So, I would say not very shocked, but like weird that they were able to see it like that. Huh. That's gonna. Two seconds, yeah. one, and that's it. So. Oh. Man, Dustin. Oh my gosh. I don't. That's strange. But. 
Now we got to decide, is that true or is it a lie? I mean, he was being super specific with it. Every <sighs> I don't, I'm feeling a lie. But it's also really weird. Like, why would you come up with that? You know? Yeah, why would... <laughs> that's such a strange thing to go... I feel like that's true. What are you going to go with, Dustin? I'm going with the fall. I, I think that's a lie. All right. I don't know, we're though. We're split I, on this one. Yeah, we're jury split. split. I, what is it, Jeff? It is true. That's wow. what I thought. I was going to yeah. say, that's so strange and weird to not be true. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I, can, I can see how. I, I don't know, man. That was just, it'd huh. be really weird for it to be a lie. Like I, get, I, I see where you're coming from on that. Um, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you don't have to real, reveal your lie. We got your truth. Okay. That was a good start. Um, who's going? You or me? I'll go. You go? All right. Yep. Dustin's going to go. Jeff, one or two? Let's go the opposite. Let's go one. You're going to go okay. one? All right. I agree. Go one. All right. One. I went streaking down a dorm room hallway because I lost a bet. What oh, were you betting? The Cubs and the Indians were in the World Series, and I had the Indians, mm -hmm. and my buddy, my dorm room... Uh, what was his my, name? Devin. Devin? So Devin. Okay. Cubs fan, big Cubs fan, and uh, he took the Cubs. We went straight up, and uh, Loser had the streak down the dorm room hallway. How long was the streak, would you say? It's okay. So there was like... Our hallway wasn't very big, and we were on the first floor. Wasn't a very long hallway, like so, probably so four rooms down. The four hallway. rooms. Did yeah. anybody see you? Yeah, when who you were witnessed streaking? the streaking? Who witnessed me, my dorm room, or my my suite mate, and then two other guys in another room? Okay, so it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but no. no. All right, so it was it was decent. Why only the hallway? Because we didn't want to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, that, okay, public nudity, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. So you chose to go with the Indians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? Because I hate the Cubs. You guys should <laughs> know this. I'm a big yeah. Cardinals fan. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. They had a three-one lead too. We bet it when it was two-one. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. It's pretty even. Did. Yeah. I'm trying. What else would what? Yeah. What else do we need to know? We got we got a minute thirty eight. It's very straightforward. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to waive our time? Because I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Else, so we're gonna stop. That was a minute thirty. And what is our ruling, Jeff? I don't know. It feels like it'd be very. I don't know. Over on the way over to the door, you said you're not much of a party or whatever else. So I don't know if he would do that sort of thing. And it to me, it was a little. I mean, he hates the Cubs, yeah. but I I feel like he would. I'm feeling lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling yeah, lie. All right, Destin. You're right. Yeah. There's lie. yeah there there go. Okay, so now you got to flip over your truth. That's All right. What was Destin's truth? I started dating my prom date's best friend two weeks after prom. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God! Okay, <laughs> so let's let's use the remaining one twenty-five here. To, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, wh why? <laughs> I'll tell you the story as quickly as I can. All right. So I did not have a date to my senior prom, mm -hmm. and my best friend. She was like, "I have someone who will go with you." She goes, she's from another school, but she'll go with you. And she goes, um, she goes, there's like three girls from that school that wanted to come to our prom. 
And I was like, all right, I'll take one of them. I said, just let me see a picture of her, you know, and I'm down. Let me chase the situation here, yeah. Showed me a picture. I was like, all right, yeah, she's really pretty. I'll take her. And uh, so we actually met up like a couple nights before prom. And it was like me and then two of my buddies who were taking two other girls from the same school. So we all met up. So it was us three guys, those three girls, you know, met up, Mm. hung out, got to meet each other. And it was really fun. And so we went to prom. I had a great time with the girl, asked her out on a date. We had it all scheduled. And then the day of the date, she backed out on me. And before this date had happened, her best friend was was messaging me, telling me, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, I I have it all planned out. This is going to be a perfect date. She canceled. And so then I told her best friend that she canceled. And then me and her went out on the date. (laughs) And two weeks later, me and her started dating. Okay, wow. you know what? Yeah. Things happen for a reason, yeah. folks. Yep. Things happen for a reason. You did, hey, you did it just in time. Very good job. All right, my turn. My turn. You two can choose number one or number two. I think we go one. We got one right with yep. you, so let's go one. Let's go, go one. number one. Okay. My ex and I made out in the basement of her grandma's house while she was there. That's a really neat one. You might need all three minutes. Go. Um, How long had this relationship been going on? Okay, so give me a second to think. It was probably like two months. I would say this was around like Thanksgiving, Christmas time-ish. So, yeah, I'd say it was about two months in. Why are you there? Just to hang out? Yeah, it means family hangout, family event, etc. What led up to this making out? What... I mean, we were basically like, uh, you know, I think it was, I, I think I'm pinpointing down, it was Thanksgiving, and we were, I played like a, a different board game with the family, and then I went down there, and she was like lying on the couch, and I just came over and uh, laid down next to her, and we were talking for a little bit, and then I was like, I think her grandfather was next to the couch asleep so he was out and I think I, I don't think there was anybody else down in the basement at the time um, and so we were just there and it happened how did it stop how did it stop did you just the mood was done stop or did like, I mean, you hear someone try, starting to come I down I think I had was... to go I think I okay. had to go is what uh stop it because I don't really think nobody was really coming downstairs so mm-hmm. I think I had to go and go where <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Paul oh, maybe <laughs> could be maybe so you're middle of making out with this girl and you have to go home yeah home I have to go home, home. Literally, because I got dropped off there was the okay. thing. Yeah, okay. so yeah, it's time to come. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have anything else No? For him. I ain't got nothing. You're done. You're waving your time. You got a minute left. I don't uh, have anything. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't. All right. I'm waving your time. Time to decide, gentlemen. You don't look like the type of guy that do that. Yeah. I'm going with a lie. Yeah, I'm going to lie. That is actually true. Wow. What? Actually true. That is that is actually true. It was Thanksgiving and we were down on the couch, and I can't like we were cuddling a little bit, watching a football game earlier in the day. Then everybody went upstairs to like um, 
I think they were playing a like eight people were playing a board game or something like that. And so it was pretty much quiet down there. Her grandpa was on that side was like sleeping in the rocking chair. And so I, you know, I don't do you need to go any further detail there. It just happened. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, and we were underneath like a blanket, and that went on for 20, 30 minutes, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, that was real, boys. Yeah. Gotcha. Dustin is in, like, devastation. Right yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Wow. After poker night, I thought I knew you better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I knew you, know, you better. I guess not. It's it, it it's a little bit easier when you're not getting river. This has been a presentation of AR Productions.